House of Legends is brought to you by my Patreon supporters. To support House of Legends, go to patreon.com forward slash House of Legends or follow the link in the show notes. to the House of Legends, where you can hear world myths and legends told by a professional storyteller. I'm your host, Daniel Allison, and this is episode 42, The King of Lachlan's Brown Horse, part two. Well, as we all know, it's been a crazy week. I got in the news last week that Britain was going into lockdown. My mother was going to be on her own for the foreseeable future, so I very hastily packed my car with all my things and moved house the next day. So I'm in a different place now. I'm in East Linton, out in East Lothian in the countryside. So a good place to be during the lockdown. And like everyone else, just watching it all unfold and trying to stay safe and make the best of it. I was thinking, because it started this series, um, doing this longer story, um, which is... Mm, it's, it's, it's lighter than a lot of the stories that I tell. I thought about perhaps changing tack and to telling a story that, or telling a series of stories that reflects more what's going on just now. Um, but then I was at an online storytelling, Kaylee and um, Jan Blake, who you probably heard in an earlier episode. I told her um, this next story that I'm going to tell. And she said afterwards, oh, I'm so glad that you told that. I just needed a bit of light relief. And that made me think, yeah, I'm just going to carry on telling uh, this story that I've been telling on House of Legends. And then in later episodes or in a different format, um, look more at how stories can help guide us through what's going on just now. Last night, I hosted an online storytelling Kaylee or storytelling gathering via Zoom. I was due to be guesting at a club in Edinburgh. And so, of course, that got cancelled. So we held it online and Zoom is a bit of an experiment. And it worked pretty well. We had a really nice little group of, I think, about 20 people and people were taking turns to tell stories and we had people in two different countries discovering they were both into capoeira and played the barimbo, the instrument that's kind of like a bow that capoeira players play. So we had them singing and playing together. So it was really, it was really beautiful. So I want to do more things like that. So look out for more things like that coming up soon. Starting on either Monday or Tuesday this coming week, I'll be doing stories on Facebook and or Instagram for children and for adults. So if you're not following House of Legends on Facebook and or Instagram, uh, please do go on there if you want to see some live storytelling sessions and share them with your family. I'm also going to be doing some storytelling coaching so you can actually learn the skill of storytelling while you're at home during quarantine. So again, keep an eye on the Facebook and Instagram pages and keep listening and there'll be more details. So on to our story. So last week we met the farmer, Connell, living in Scotland. We heard how his sons got in a fight with the king's sons. One of the king's sons was killed. And the king said to Connell the only way to make it up, to avoid hanging, was to go to Norway or Lachlan and try and steal the king of Lachlan's brown horse, stallion that the king in Scotland very much coveted. So Connell and his sons went over there in their boat and they managed to break into the king's stables, but they were caught, and the king said, well, I would have done what you've done, but I'm not you. This is what you can do to try and get out of this. Tell me a story. 
tell me of a time you're in worse straits there you're in right now. Here, the prisoner of the King of Lachlan, the threat of the noose about your son's necks and your neck. If you can tell me a good story of a worse time than this, I will let one of your sons free. So, as you'll remember, Connell said, Yeah, yeah, I can tell you a story about a worse time than this. So this is Connell's story. My father was a farmer, just as I am, and one day he came home and he told me that one of the cows of our herd had calfed and he wanted me to go out to the herd, take the calf and bring it home. So I fetched the lad that was working on the farm with us and off we went and we walked down the roads, through the fields and over the hills until we found the herd and it was a cold day, it was winter but it wasn't snowing. We found the herd, took the calf, and we brought it home. Now, we were on our way home, on our way home, when the wind began to blow, and then the wind began to moan, and the wind began to howl. A storm blew in, and it blew in fast, and the snow, snow started to fall, and it was falling thick, and we thought we didn't want to be walking through this. But I knew that there was a sheep shelter, not far from where we were. It was through the trees I said to the lad, come on, we'll take shelter until the storm passes. So as it started to get dark, and we went through the woods, and we came to the shelter. We went in, and we sat down there, and we sat and we just waited. Nothing much at all happened. It's fully dark outside now. And then, Something strange happened. We heard this noise outside. It was a strange type noise. And then the door of the shelter opened. And in came this group of cats. There was 11 cats in all. 10 normal sized cats. All colours. And this one big cat with red fox-like fur and one big eye. And the cats all sat down and they looked at us, me and the lad, the calf, and the big cat spoke. And it said, Well, Connell, I'll tell you who we are. We're cat bards, cat singers. Would you like to hear a song, Connell? And I said, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I suppose so. The cat sang a song and it was awful, dreadful. They were all out of tune. There was no tune at all. They were all singing different words. It was, it was horrible. And when they finished, when they finished, the big one said, Well, Connell, we'll be needing payment for the tune. And I said, but I, I, I can't pay, I, d- I don't have any money at all. And then 
they all leapt upon the calf and they ate it up, they ate it alive. When they'd finished licking their paws clean, they all looked at me again. And the big cat said, Well, Connell, another song? And they began to sing again. And oh, they sang, and oh, it was dreadful. It was even worse than before. And when they finished, the big cat, the big cat said, Well, Connell, we'll be needing payment. And I said, well, there's I've no money. It's just me here and the, the lads. And they fell upon the lad. And I can still hear the screams as they tore him apart, ate him alive. Every single last bit when they finished licking the bones and licking their paws clean. They looked at me. One more song, I think. And as they sang, I thought, no, 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 no. They're going to ask for payment and then they're going to eat me. So I ran out of there, burst out through the door and through the forest I went. I ran through the trees and thankfully I was snowing so hard, the snow obscured my footprints. I ran through the trees. I knew they'd catch up and I decided the only thing to do was to climb. So... I leapt up into this tree, climbed up, and I was always a good tree climber. And up I got into the highest branches and I waited there. I saw the cats coming through the forest, searching for me. They're looking around, and none of them seemed to have seen me. But then along came the big one-eyed cat. He came to the bottom of my tree and looked up. There he is. And the cats gathered round. Up, up, he said. So the cats began to climb. First came this big black cat. Up and up and up it came. It came close, but I booted it on the head and down it went. And then another cat, but I booted that one and down it went too. And this went on for a while and the big cat got very angry. And it shouted, the roots, dig up the roots. So... They all gathered one run root and they began to dig and dig and dig. And then this root burst up out of the ground and the tree swung. The tree swung and I called out and cried, ah, for I was sure I was going to fall. And I didn't know it at the time. But nearby, there's a group of men camping. And one of them got up as fire and said, I heard someone, I heard someone, there's someone in trouble. But the other said, no, no, you didn't hear anything. Sit back down. So meanwhile, the cats were digging up another root. They dug up the second root and up into the air it came. And I cried out, ah, for the tree was swinging wildly again, even more so than before. And I didn't know at the time. But another one of those men, up he got and said, I heard it too. There's someone in trouble. Sit back down, said the rest of them. They were eating their soup. And then a third root. A third root, the cat stag up, psh, out it came, and the tree careered back and forth, and it looked like it would fall, and I called out again. And this time, all of the men heard me, and up they got, and they came running through the woods. The tree crashed to the ground. I got up, and the carats, the cats surrounded me. But then in that moment, ah! the men the men who'd made their camp nearby, they charged through the forest and they drew out their swords and they met the cats in battle. Now these cats were strong, clever, quick, 
cunning, fierce, and they dealt well with the men, but the men had swords. A cat fell, a man fell, a man fell, a cat fell. The dance of death went on all around me. I could only watch. Finally, all were dead, but four. The big, fox-furred, one-eyed cat, and the leader of the men, who was clearly a great warrior. But the cat was big, and it was clever. And they fought on and on and on and on until finally the man lunged with his sword and the cat swung its claw, striking the man across the face. And the two of them fell down, dead, on top of one another. Well, I made it out of there. I made it home alive to tell my father the tale said Connell. And I must say to you, sire, I must say to you, that when I was up that tree, when I was up that tree, with it swinging around and the cats below me, howling for my blood, I was in worse straits in that moment that I am here, with the threat of the noose around my own and my son's neck. That was the second part of the King of Lachlan's Brown Horse. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll have the next part next week. In the meantime, if you want to stay up to date with everything happening House of Legends-wise, go to houseoflegends.me, and there you can join the mailing list, and you get my free ebook, Silverborn and Other Tales. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks. See you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.